You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Brian De Palma's Carrie. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Gowan. How you doing, Brian? I can see your dirty pillows. Uh, they're called breast, <laughs> Jared. <laughs> <laughs> they're lovely. And all men that are overweight have them. Indeed we do. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. I'm already uncomfortable with the situation that's happening. Uh, well, I blame Kristen. This is all her doing. This is her <laughs> fault. This entire fucking month is all her fault. You're Plug it up. Actually, technically, you guys misinterpreted what I said, so it's technically on you. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Hold on. You said you wanted to do, like, uh, period pieces, not period movies? Well, like, period as in, like, um, you know, historical. <laughs> oh. It's okay. We're here now. Well, I thought we were talking about the sentence structure. <laughs> This is an adaptation. <laughs> and we have costume designer Kristen Jones, of course. Hello, hello. Here we are talking about Carrie because Kristen thought we needed to talk about period movies. For a whole month, really. Menstruation yeah. films. Yeah. It's you important. know, it comes around once a month. We might as well spend a month talking about it. It's the least we can do. The least we can do. And then we start with the ultimate period film, Brian Carrie. De Palma's Carrie. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's hard to argue that. Is this the first film to attack the period subject? Uh, maybe like on screen, like where you actually visually see. Yeah, blood, that's not. It's maybe. not normal to see blood. I don't know if it's the first one ever, though. I, it's possible. That was a pretty intense uh, shower scene. In multiple yeah. in multiple ways, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that was yeah. Th- there's a lot of like um, teenage nudity in this, which I was yeah. not expecting. No, same. I was, None of them I are teenagers. 
I mean, yeah, they're but they're supposed to be teenagers. in high school, so ah, well, the you implication know. is that it's teenage. At at some wasteland. point in high school, people were showering together. I, I I saw communal showers when I was in high school, but I, it did. We definitely did not do that. Uh, yeah, we didn't do that either. No one showered. I was oh. going to ask, are, are girls locker rooms at like this? Like everyone's, I mean, they're set up. Everyone's they're naked. Set, no. No one's naked. No. You guys don't get in towel fights naked? Yeah, really? everybody's like laughing and half naked and like, you know. Oh. Yeah. Man, so many fantasies are now destroyed. Sorry, guys. But I, I do want to give Brian De Palma uh, props because not only does he show us every single girl in this movie naked on the front end, so we can just get that out of the way. Not every single one. Well, all the ones. Just about. But, like, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of bush in this, too, man. Good hey, man. It's the 70s, okay? That's yeah, right, man. But apparently. Free the bush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was not expecting any of this. No, they don't. What do you mean? Wait, hold on. Are you not familiar with, like, pubic hair trends throughout the 80s? No, I was not. <laughs> your, your face is covered in pubic hair. You don't think it grows down the there, too, buddy? amount of nudity for supposedly underage women. I mean, it's it's not really that much, though, guys. I mean, no, it's just a tracking shot of every single, like Jared said, every single I girl, every movie. single girl in this movie. <laughs> Look, I, I wouldn't say like if this was like a g- general like adult movie, I wouldn't necessarily have commented on the nudity. But the fact that they're in high school is what gives me pause. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Just no, but I, I think this, But I think this nudity is important though for the movie because it, everybody else is is naked and they're with their peers running around the locker room. We're seeing them comfortable, not only in their skin but in their environment. Where when we see Carrie, it's almost like she's in a like a, a wall of mist, and we break yeah, she through it. Very comfortable, also like yeah. by herself. Dude, she was like alone. getting with it, right? Dude, yeah, she's I like, was like, oh, girl, love, you're fr- everyone's like here. right there. <laughs> Well, she's yeah. not allowed to be naked at home. She has to shower fully clothed. Uh, so this is her only time where, you know, mom's not like outside the thing. <laughs> and, like w- praying at the door while she's showering. Like, uh, I just want to like, I'm just going to come out and say it. Like she was masturbating in this shower. Was she not? Or was that just my I think it was implied. No, I don't no, think she was. I think, but it was, it was a little, it was kind I of mean, implied. She doesn't know about a period. She clearly doesn't know how to masturbate. No, because hold on, like little kids masturbate. Like you don't have to know what it is yeah. to do the motions. This is accurate. A uh, lot of little kids no, will masturbate. She would have gotten her period earlier because according to her mother, you do not get your period until you have those lustful thoughts. Well, no, no, no. The lustful thoughts come after the period. No, the lustful thoughts happen then the period happens. It, it, it's it's the it's 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 what triggers it. Uh the first time, anyway. Then I conflated those two in my, when I heard it. And then the blood comes, and then the, the smell, and then the, and the boys, comes. and then b- the boys smell the, the blood. blood. And the... <laughs> it's like a pack of dogs, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, yeah, kind of. That's kind <laughs> that's of accurate. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's... <laughs> she got, Carrie's mom got a lot of things wrong, but that would. Eh. <laughs> but the movie doesn't open with that awesomely sexy scene for some reason it opens on a really cool uh volleyball uh like crane shot like setting up the way that the camera is going to work throughout this entire film we start really wide and we move in on carrie and like we show everybody getting along and doing their thing and then she's the total fuck up she is she fucks up a lot in this movie i kind of get why she's bullied i'm just gonna throw it out there (laughs) you're a piece of shit and when she goes what is that what she said when she walks by her um, what's 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 the chick from RoboCop's name? Uh, she says, "Eat shit." She's like, "Eat shit." You eat shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> like what? Uh... You missed the ball. We you ruined everything. That one point <laughs> was the game. I, I will say though, that I think this is Nancy Allen's fucking best performance. I, but she's fucking great in this, man. Yeah, she is really great. She plays yeah. uh, uh, the evil bitch very well. Yeah, this was before RoboCop too, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. This was, like, <laughs> this was even before Dress to Kill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which also starts with a very similar shower scene with very similar breast cuppage. I was trying to figure out You're why they right. were so similar. That's and right. Then I You're was right. like, oh, right, that's the director. Okay. Because <laughs> I was totally sitting there and I was like, I know I've just seen this. I just saw a movie like this. Which one was it? <laughs> it even ends the same. Uh, you know, uh, in this film, it's, uh, was it Amy Irving waking up screaming in bed? And oh, it's Nancy yeah. Allen and the end of uh, Dress to Kill. You know, all tours repeat their themes, I guess. Or feel like it, they didn't get it right the last time, so they tried again. Or maybe he liked it, and he was just like, let's put a flavor on this and make an easy money. Different spin on it. Easy money. And they both worked really well. I think they both stand on their own, even though they're so similar. They both definitely have a lot of uh, Hitchcock uh, psycho nods. Mm. Especially with the little, like, you know, the little... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. every time, uh, every time she moves something with her mind powers. Breep, breep, breep. Oh, the Palma I think it's two hits. Breep, breep. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. The Palma was going to get uh, Bernard Herman, the guy that actually composed Psycho. He was getting him to, to score this movie. He even said yes, and he fucking died. Motherfucker! Before he got to got to do How it. How dare you, Bernard? I mean, was it on purpose? Yeah, yeah, he died on purpose. He was like, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, can't this movie. Gotta, get, gotta get out of this contract, no, guys. It's not happening. <laughs> he read the script and was like, fuck it, I'm out. He had so, a heart attack. I have to do what? No, he was reading the script and it's like a 17-year-old gets her period then? <laughs> this isn't fucking... <laughs> what? <laughs> if this starts no sense. with menstruation, where does it end? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Wait, plug who it, was plug it? Plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't somebody threw it away and like his wife found it in the trash and was like, no, I like Stephen this? King. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's, Stephen that's King's the book. Wa- not the, uh, yeah. okay, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. The, the story goes that Stephen King had written Carrie and was working somewhere and they were living in a fucking trailer and like he had shopped it around and no one fucking wanted it and he threw it away and his wife found it in the trash and then the next day like gave it to a publisher or sent it to something like that and they decided to actually publish it she's like this and is then, so relatable and then so like when he got the call that that it was going to get published and he was going to get some like fifty thousand dollar advance check or something like that he drove into town and bought his wife um, the fanciest thing he could find, and it was like a hair dryer or something like that. Ooh. Those were fancy at the time. Yeah, <clears throat> they still actually there still are some for like five hundred dollars I mean, that you can buy. <laughs> what? Like... <laughs> Wait, what? A hair dryer? Yeah. Wait, is that no. all it does? Yeah. Hold on, because yeah. there's a hair dryer in this movie that's probably five hundred dollars at the time, or fucking probably five thousand dollars. Do you the the the, yeah. the woman from Ferris Bueller, the the um oh. the secretary? Oh yeah. yeah yeah yeah. There's a shot with uh like her and her and her friend. And they are at the beauty salon, and they're and they're in the hair dryers. Yeah. And one of them is in the normal one that goes over your head, the big round thing. But but like the chick from Ferris Bueller, she's got curlers in, and there's like it looks like Medusa. There's like all these like like hoses coming off of it. Like I guess it's like a curler dryer thing. Anybody see that? I saw that. I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, it's it's insane. I guess I guess it's like to keep the curls in your hair. But I like guess. you know, yeah, never seen one before. Anyways, that's gotta be that's gotta be over five hundred dollars. Probably. Oh yeah, but that's like an industrial commercial level. 
hair curler. dryer. <laughs> yeah. Hair curler. For being a movie from 76, there were a lot of things that I was taken aback by. Not only like the some of the old technology, the fucking ruffles, uh, you know, the hairstyles. Dude, ruffles. But I mean, just the teachers smacking the shit out of fucking students. Oh Dude, yeah, that is smoking in the building. That surprised me. That definitely surprised. I was like, whoa. Yeah, because I know that like teachers and whoever could like paddle students, but like that was like assault. <laughs> well, you know, the only way to calm down a hysterical girl is to smack her in the face. Well, obviously, that's, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, how it works. But still, yeah, it's well, but later she she hits the one chick. Like she smacks well, her across the face. Well, she deserved it though. She did, but then <laughs> she, she like starts it, running away, like threatening to like sue and all that shit. And it's probably like I was like, yeah, no, hundred percent. You should definitely do that. Your teacher is abusing you. Oh yeah, because she like grabs her by the collar too, and it's like, listen yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Well, she did ruin a really nice like uh, split diopter shot. I mean. <laughs> There's like twelve split diopter shots in that. But that's I, not what I, we're talking about I, right I now. I was here. I was counting up to a certain point, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I just quit. But um, <clears throat> yeah, she, but she like she walks away and she's like, "Come on, if we all leave, she can't do anything." And they are like, "Uh, uh I'm you not on your smacked. own, bitch." <laughs> no. Yeah, Sue was just like, "Shut up, Chris." And I was like, "I'm kind of on Chris's side right now." <laughs> yeah, I what? was too at that moment. No, I was never on Chris's I mean, side. Fuck. Okay, she was but actually, she was still a bitch. But goddamn, an like, entitled she was bitch. bitch, not just a bitch, an entitled rich, Whoa. like snobby bitch. Okay, she can go because fuck herself. hold on a second, hold on, I hate I'm her not. Character. I, okay, she's not like a nice person. You're That's not what I'm saying. Character. You're supposed to hate her character. But I also, know. throughout this entire movie, <laughs> every single person like smacks her in the face multiple times. <laughs> like this, I, I kind of Did John Travolta smack her in the face too. Yeah, he yeah. smacked her like multiple five times. times. Oh multiple god, times. that's right in the she car. Smacked John Travolta in the face though too. They yeah. were they were both she was smacking vaunt. the shit was, out of each other. That was a weird. That's dynamic. how the relationships were in the seventies. <laughs> Dumb Before shit. Saturday Night Fever. Okay, but nobody else. So the only people who I think was Chris the only person who was like actually like assaulted throughout the entire movie. Uh, I mean, Carrie. Carrie was like Carrie was bullied, but no one like came up no, and hit her. Like the coach they did hit her all the time. Yeah, the coach smacked the shit out yeah. of her when she was right, like a hysterical. And they threw all the towels right, right. and tampons. Yeah, they were like, and shit plug it up. No, how yeah, they have so all those ready? And, and okay, not only did they have those her ready, into a but fucking closet. yeah, her mom beat the shit out of her. Come on. So, oh, you're right. The uh, Carrie's mom hit her a lot. I was also surprised at that. Just like just smacking her in the face with the Bible too. I was like, Girl, that was God. crazy. That was God's crazy. Word. Spit fucking goddamn tea. Right, just throws the tea in her fucking face. Oh. Just, uh, that yeah. scene. That scene where they're at the table when she's like, uh, I, I, this boy asked me to the prom. And the mom gets upset, and they have this like really badass like tapestry of like the Last Supper on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when she's like, um, uh, what what did she say? She's like, uh, I, I'm go I'm going to the prom or whatever. And then the, you get like a thunderclap, and then the mom gets really mad, and she like tosses her water <clears throat> across the table into Carrie's face. And when she does, it like extinguishes the candles, which yeah. makes the room go yeah. darker. And then every time that the thunderclaps, it lights up that tapestry, so you can like see the Lord, like you know, like sitting in the corner of the room. So fucking awesome, <laughs> dude! I was like. Ah! That's cool. But, bro, you, you're calling that water. That that was hot tea. She poured. Was it hot tea? She put hot tea in that fucking chick, her daughter's face. Like, what the fuck, bro? Hey, man. That's how it was. She, this one I mean, she, she hates her daughter, though. I mean. No, 100%. She she blames her daughter for all of her own problems. Yes. Well, okay, she, had, I, she had sex, and you know, which, which is a sin. And then she had a baby, which is apparently a sin. 
uh, you know, from a man who didn't really like care for her. Well, I wonder if she found God after she got pregnant and the guy left her, and so she turned to God for like salvation. No, no. no. she has a no, line no. there. Yeah, oh, about okay, they, they okay. prayed about it. Like when, whenever, yeah. whenever she got pregnant, we prayed and oh. we prayed for forgiveness together, and we, we were okay. going to try to work it out and all that. And she also mentions yeah. too that like they had sex once before, and before they got married, you know. And she said, "Oh, you know, we're never going to do this again." The man promised me. I knew I couldn't believe his lies. And then we got married, and one night he came home with whiskey, and it's like, girl, what I the fuck? That, yeah. And I loved yeah. it. I liked it. <laughs> she loved that sex, but the sex was still a sin. Even after they were married, I was like, "Whoa!" Intercourse was the first that sin. Is another level. Intercourse was the first sin. Intercourse. <laughs> if you don't Stop repeat it, this, I'm gonna beat you. I, I, she's just, oh my god! And that, that low angle shot when like she's like, "Stop it, Mama! Stop it!" Like, uh, their their accents like really lend to the ridiculousness of this. Yeah, like, yeah. oh man. I and I love like, that pamphlet she's reading. It's the sin of woman. Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. She just holds it. Like you have to fucking read it. You had your period. Now you got to read about the sin of women. Oh. Yeah. So uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Carrie was beat a lot more than fucking Chris. Okay, but we yeah. don't know Chris's home life. But this is where I was going. Is we don't know Chris's home life. So on the second time that I watched it, I was like. And not that Chris is the victim. She's not. She's the bully. Definitely not uh, the victim. Obviously. <laughs> but I was like, I, I really at this point in time wonder about Chris's background because I feel like she's probably bullied by a lot of other people, which is why she became the bully. I don't feel that way at all. There's actually think a so. deleted like everybody scene. Was looking you don't up think to her. so? Mm. There's a deleted scene? There's a deleted oh. scene where like once uh, she has that uh, confrontation with her gym teacher, she actually goes and gets her dad to come to the principal's office and start trying to get her back on to the prom and the principal is like, no, fuck off. Oh, okay. I, I think, that would never happen today. I think she always has the, uh, <laughs> the spoiled brat kind of home Okay. Life. All right. That's fair. Okay. I, I love the scene where the principal, where the, uh, the gym teacher goes in and she's telling the principal about, principal about what happened. And then there's that like, um, there's a split doctor shot outside with the uh, secretary and Carrie sitting on the bench. Yeah. Kind of listening. <clears throat> but the principal reacting to the to the menstrual blood on on the <laughs> on the on the woman's like uh, shorts is priceless. Okay, but the teacher too, who tries to be Carrie's friend, this tries to be Carrie's friend throughout this whole thing. But like in that opening scene, she goes into the principal and she's like, all the girls were like, you know, yelling at her, and I just wanted to yell at her too. I wanted to shake her too. <laughs> well, she uh, thought she was being like, r- ridiculous, you know. Well, like, how could you not know? Like, how do you get to 17 years old and you're around all these girls and they're all naked and talking about boys and all that? You, no, no one else around her has talked about. She doesn't have friends. Yeah, did, she doesn't have anyone. Yeah, but you're did like, you watch the but movie? But you're around it, though. No, you're, you're she's there. not no. around it. Like, no, I, she's not. That she was the importance friends. of that opening gym shot. Did you not watch it? Like, you I see did. everybody else. They're in one part of the, the, the locker room. She's all okay. by herself. But also, uh, maybe I should clarify this. It's not like women sit around and like compare notes <laughs> and are like, "Hey guys, this just happened to me. Let me tell you all about it." And here are my tampons. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not like a witchy circle in the forest. Like they, I've seen paintings that do that, and it's not. Is that I mean, not I've never is? been invited to one of those. Maybe they have oh, a lot. Okay. I don't know. Well, well, You're yeah, not witchy enough. Know. Is that the problem? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> So no, I actually I could see her not knowing what it was, especially with that background with that mother. I mean, even the teachers, like two of them, said that. Like, I mean, you know what her mom is like. 
And actually, <laughs> no, because not even that. I mean, it's not like they had the internet. Where does she? Where is she going to find this? I mean, Judy Bloom started writing books in the seventies, right? And that was why she's banned was because she started teaching girls about getting their periods and like really? this is what you do. Yeah, are you there? God, it's me. Margaret is about a little girl who's yes moving, but that's the whole point of the book is that she gets her period and she's like, this is where you go by. You know, uh, well, they updated it now to have like pads and tampons, whatever the fuck they were using back then. Um, but like sanitary sort of napkins. No, it was like a belt thing. I don't really know. I don't know. Chastity belt. No, no. Thank you, Mike. It was not a chastity belt. It's more like a um, diaper. Yeah, it's more like a diaper. But, but no, no, no. So Judy Bloom actually like that was she would put all of this instructional stuff in her books, and they were about other things. The, the plots were about other things, but that was where a lot of girls learned about their bodies. And that's also why she is like the most banned author in this country. <laughs> wow. How dare Men you teach women about their women bodies? Knowing yeah. about their bodies, controlling their bodies. You're a woman now. <laughs> why didn't you tell me, mama? Man. Oh, Sissy Spacey fucking kills this goddamn performance. Yeah, she nails it, dude. Yeah. She's so fucking good. She's great. I think that's the main problem with like all the other like remakes, uh, reinterpretations of this story. That's the missing ing- ingredient. They don't have Sissy Spacek, man. Does she fucking just nails? She is Carrie White. She just nails this performance. It's perfect. It's fucking perfect. She looks the part. She acts it perfect. It's great. She's so sweet and innocent. Well, and then, she, but you oh. can also feel all the rage. Or just when she's completely like freaking out, like when when the teacher goes down and starts to give her a hug, and her eyes are just like just like running all over the place, and she's just fucking panicked, you know, just yeah. completely going through a complex. Uh, all of her shock and just mm. disbelief at everything that happens at various points in time is what really is incredible. She's just like frozen in fear. She has this real awkward look about her. Like even like when the first time we see her face, uh, when she turns around in the shower and she's got this, we're in this like profile and she's like washing her face. She's got this really odd look about her, uh, but but like they they show how she can look really strange, but then also can she she can be really cute and really pretty at times. And oh then, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's 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 really interesting. It's and, and she's all about like just how it, her her body posture and how she holds herself. There's just so much like physical acting in it because she doesn't really speak a lot. I loved also when the guy Tommy asked her out for the first time and she just like turned and ran away. Oh, she runs. <laughs> I, I love that other girl's reaction. When he, when he when he runs around the corner and that girl's standing there, she's like, "Whoa, what the fuck just happened? What, like, what, what did you do, dude? <laughs> what did you do, man?" She got shocked by my lion's mane. Dude, he's got great hair. <laughs> okay, there's some right? amazing hair in this, including there his. Is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The great American hero has the best hair in the movie. Well, what are all these dude, people? Are like they're all in their thirties? Like <laughs> what? I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Twenty five, twenty six. They're all. They're definitely in their mid twenties. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely didn't look like uh, didn't look like a teenager. I don't, I don't know. know. With I bought it. All of that trouble trauma that they all have clearly gone through to get to where Aged they them. are. Yeah, they're they they look old. Yeah, people looked older back then. Stress. It's all the stress. <laughs> <laughs> stress of walking to school uphill both ways. Well, snow. yeah. Well, not all. Yeah, but you walk uphill both ways in the snow, and everyone apparently slaps you across the face every step of the way. It's like yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, fucking Judge Bolter smacks that girl, and he's like, "You know, you're totally fucked up." <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
I was actually really curious if this level of physical violence was common in the 70s or if this was specific to the book. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, Smacking and hysterical people, that's like in every goddamn action film from 60 to the 70s. Uh, Relationships where somebody would, uh, like a woman would mouth off and the guy would just hit her because he didn't like what she said. Like, yeah. And not in like a, it's not an abuse of light. Like that would just be like a part of a relationship. Yeah, they think it's normal. I get that. Jesus. Yeah. But it's still very... Sh- I feel like it's very shocking to see that. It today. is It is today. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think the coach like smacking uh, Chris across the face, Nancy Allen's character, I think that was kind of shocking at the time. But I don't know about anything, well, any of the rest of it. I don't know. I, I think that it, that car scene where uh, Travolta's smacking that chick around and then she smacks him back, but then he, calls, he says, you're being fucked up. I think that's making a statement there. Wait, what statement is that making? That it's fucked up, you know, like like it, it, the the uh, the irony of, of him saying, you know, you're really fucked up, even though he's no. been like beating the shit out of her. He's yeah, he's been beating the shit out of her, but she's in the wrong because she calls him a name. Yeah, yeah. I think he's making him. a statement. <laughs> I don't. I, I, yeah, I can see. I that. don't think either one of them yeah. are making him a statement. I because right, so she's putting up with his abuse, and she's going to give him a blowjob, and she can get him to do something illegal. I don't know. I I think that's just showing them both being terrible people and they're kind of terrible together yeah i think the point of that scene was to prove that she can uh, give magic blowjobs because she can still talk while uh, giving a blowjob it's pretty, pretty impressive <laughs> she took billy. her yeah i was out. i was thinking that as well billy. she was definitely like saying his name billy. while he was like oh, <laughs> oh like i hate carrie white what <laughs> what are you how are you what? saying I who, is, still under- who is that how are you talking <laughs> are you a ventriloquist <laughs> where, where is that coming from where's your second mouth <laughs> oh oh <laughs> oh oh it all makes sense <laughs> you did this Kristen. you're welcome <laughs> pimples are the lord's way to chastise you <laughs> oh my god i don't want to eat that it gives me pimples <clears throat> I feel like that mom character was the most Stephen King thing that I have ever seen on screen. Actually, really, I don't. I, well, I haven't seen a ton of Stephen King's things. I've definitely not read any of his books, but I have seen enough to gather that most of his his terror comes from like humans being just pieces of shit to other humans. And this mom is just so like fucking evil and hateful towards her daughter that I was just like. None of the stuff that Carrie did was scary to me. Entire The entire movie, the scary part was this fucking mom. And I almost watched it again, but I was like, I don't want to sit there and watch this mom just be such a terrible person. Well, I mean, she's she's resentful. Carrie represents her failed relationship, her failure as a human being, and uh, probably her failure at life. You know, Carrie is the reason she's... Carrie is a physical representation of her being damned to hell in her mind you know and Mm. so not again i'm not excusing any of this behavior but that's why she has so much animosity towards her daughter because carrie is just a reminder every single day of her husband leaving and the fact that she succumbed to sin and now now the only thing she can do is save this girl that she hates um the only way she knows how and i I don't know i i I think it works actually i didn't like it's obviously awful and horrible but i thought their scenes were really interesting oh no it definitely works and as a a scary horror movie type thing like that this is a really great character that you can 
relate with on one level and also be mortified of on a different level. And I kind of loved that about it. Yeah. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Like, like she has so many like quotable moments, and then like even, even there's like this crazy like scene where, where we're where we're at the we're at the prom and we're doing cool crane shots and everybody's dancing and having good shit, you know. And then we cut back and mom is like chopping fucking carrots like they're dicks. Yeah, they're just yeah, <laughs> you know. And then it cuts closer every fucking time she yeah. cuts. Even though, and I also saw that she said that she thought that she was shooting a comedy whilst doing all this, which I do not believe any bit. Of what? That. No, 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 no. Nothing... satire. Not like a straight comedy. I could see yeah. her acting that way, uh, but I think it also it, it works, even though it's clearly not a satire. Her performance was very over the top and very like I could see that. The only time it ever bothers me though is her death scene. Mm. Her death scene makes zero sense. Like, why is she having an orgasm whilst dying? Yeah, because she's returning to God, yeah. bro. Oh man, hello. She's going back to the kingdom from when she came. This is like the best part of her life. The best part of her life is dying. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and she dies the same way that the weird little like yeah al- altar in in the prayer closet. It's Saint. Uh, Thomas is the word that's coming to mind, but I don't think that's the right. Thomas name. Aquinas? No. They said it in the behind the scenes. I forgot what the fuck what, yeah. what scene it was. I was always but like, I, why does Jesus have all those arrows in him? Why is his <laughs> that's those, what I Why said. are his eyes glowing? Yeah. It's glowing eyes because he's I a judgmental about Jesus. The glowing eyes. Well, no, but I actually really like that the mom dies in the same way as the little figurine because yeah. that's you know she gets locked in that closet and that's all she has to stare at. So it would kind of. I don't know. It's kind of funny that that's how she kills the, her mom. Yeah, no, the pattern is definitely like ingrained into her brain. Yeah. I mean, so, how else would you do it, right? But the question could be like, did she consciously throw the knives in that orientation? Or is it just because that's where they were and from the different parts of the room? So it just happened to end up like that. Well, she's not controlling that the demon inside her body is actually making that happen. <laughs> yeah, that's how witches work. Yeah, I just don't see her like uh, be- propping her body up like that and still being able to stand whilst dead. Yeah, makes she zero sense. Fallen. No, her or sagged. I think would be. Yeah, she was sagged. Yeah, but it's theatrical and it's cool. It so is cool. I don't care about reality. It's a movie, man, about a woman that's moving <laughs> shit with her mind. Come on, now we can have a little okay. theatrics. She went and looked it up. Okay, it's real. She knows about it now. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. I, I did think it was funny that she like that was. <laughs> she realizes she has telekinesis, and so the first <clears> thing <throat> she does is go look it up in the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> yes. Oh, in the car catalog? <laughs> Fuck that yeah, was dude. fucking great. Because that's how you had to search back then. There was no Google. That was the Google. She passed over some good books There's too. Still, you know, the Dewey Decimal System in the library books are still categorized that way. You know, I don't think that no one uses that, Brian. Dewey does. You know. I'm sure the it's card catalog is all system. digital now. There's not like a box of cards that you got to go flip through. Mm. I'm sure in some places they still have them. <sighs> Poor bastards. I, I, usually they do still have the cards, man. Just in case the power's out or something, man. You know, got to give the librarian something to do these days. Has anybody read this book? Speaking of books, wait, this was a book? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, man. I, I I've never read it. Has, has anyone read it? I have not read it. Oh man. I think no. I've only read one Stephen King book, and it scared the shit out of me, and so I never read another one. Which one was that? It was just it. Misery. No, I read Misery. Oh, that, that's not bad. It's not. That's I, a well, good one. I, it, was, it was a really good book. I was like maybe 12 when I read it. Holy and shit. 
It was, yeah, I, it was. That's young for a Stephen King. Yeah, I, so I never read another Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> one and done. Good movie too. Yeah, that yeah that is one of the the better King adaptations. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Kathy Bates is excellent. But no, I haven't. Has it? Did, has anyone read Carrie? Uh, no, I've read it no. a long time ago. Okay, it's it's Sounds been good. a while. Yeah, the man, I can't remember much outside of you know Tommy dies for sure at the prom. It's not like a question By, mark from the bucket. Yeah, the bucket gives him a he kicks the bucket a concussion, and then like I think he falls and splits his head open, and he just mm. bleeds to death. And the other thing is, is like Carrie doesn't start killing everyone right then and there. She leaves the she leaves, and then she blocks everybody inside the gym and burns it down. So she's okay. not in the gym mm. while it's on fire. I have a question for you guys about the end because when the blood first falls on Carrie. Everyone, with the exception of that girl with the red hat, PJ is Souls. horrified. And they're all just like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Oh my, like, wh- what do we do? Like, they're in shock and they're just like, yeah. And then Carrie starts going into her anxiety and panic attacks and is like, no, they're all. Exactly. And so then it sh- she looks back and everything's filtered and everyone's actually laughing, including all of her teachers and all of her friends. And then that's when she starts locking the door and killing people. And I was like, but wait a minute. Did they actually laugh at her? Or is this all in her head? Okay. So when you're seeing things in the little kaleidoscope image, yeah, that's definitely inside her head because you see the coach laugh there. Yeah. And yeah. when you're. When it's just normally framed without the kaleidoscope stuff, she is like in shock and she puts her hand up to her mouth. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like I was watching everyone's reactions and there was only the one girl who really was like laughing at her. Everyone else was in shock. And so I it kind of made me question the whole ending and feeling that Carrie was justified. Because when I first saw it, I was like, yes, Carrie should have definitely killed those people. Good for her. And then the second time I was like, wait a minute. She Maybe. just got triggered and went off. Yeah, exactly. No, she definitely got triggered. And the girl that was laughing was like, she was like hitting her friends and trying to point and like, yeah, yeah, the, guy the, friends, her was like the friends yeah, were like, yeah, no. Yeah. This they were yeah, like, what funny. the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, this is not okay. And apparently it was just, th- un- that was enough to trigger Carrie. And it's not like they went to like a, a slaughterhouse and got like a, a pool of blood afterward. They actually went and murdered an animal. Yeah. Yeah. Then- I didn't quite process that like while it was happening. Like I, I asked later, I was about, like, yeah. Wait, the implication is that he fucking put that hammer on a fucking pig. Like, god yeah. damn. Yeah, like brutally. He didn't just go like yeah. cut its throat or anything. It was like yeah. it was like I'm gonna murder the fuck yeah. out of this it thing. It wasn't like Watch. let's let's just gut it and then like try to catch all the blood as it's dying. No, he was like slam, slam. Yeah. And that and, slam. And, and, and the and the chick was like, Do it, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. like insane. Yeah. Did it bother anyone else that the first two shots of Carrie after the blood was just a little bit and then after she starts freaking out, then they lot. cut back to her, and it was like, no, now she's showered in the fucking blood. That was well, the only like people, they continuity, she... continuity error that was kind of bothering me. Yeah, because by the time at the end, like she's head to toe, like she's like her her dress is so soaked, it's like stuck to her, you know. Yeah. Well, it was well, they that... used corn syrup, so that's Ugh. gross. It explains why she's walking so slow. Well, I she's know, like, like the first sticky. time I saw it, I was like, I was like, I really kind of wish she had had like a like I thought she was great, but I was like, it would have been interesting if she'd had a different reaction. And then I realized that I read that they had used corn syrup and food dye for the blood, and I was like, oh, I get it. Never mind. <laughs> 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 I would walk that way too. She's cold and sticky. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cold though. It, it, 
It's so uncomfortable. I don't know. Have you guys ever had any like put yeah. on you? Oh my god, yeah, it's yeah. the most yeah. uncomfortable thing ever. It smelled I like chocolate. It. Yeah, actually, it was on a, a a short one time where a guy uh, got shot in the back of the head or whatever, and then he had to like lay in the pool of blood, oh, and it was wow. the corn syrup. And when he got up, like his head was stuck to the ground, and when he got up, <laughs> it, it, it it made like a suction type thing, and it actually popped yeah. his eardrum. <gasps> oh god, yeah, very bad. Uh, so if you ever uh, use a uh, fake, yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's what fixes that. Warm water, not boiling water, just warm water. <laughs> He's pour boiling water on him. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That just causes more problems. <laughs> no, I was on a short once, and it was an Easter film, and I was the closest looking person to the Jesus character who was no longer present because I had long hair and a beard. That's right. They were like, they were like, we can probably put a crown on Mike and drag him half naked across this shot like blurry right so they did that once and it was dragging across concrete and they were like oh he doesn't look bloody enough uh, alright let's do it again oh he still doesn't look bloody enough uh, we did six takes and they kept oh, thinking shit. I didn't look bloody enough yeah, yeah Mel Gibson calm the fuck down bro <laughs> no they were like no, what, did <laughs> you just see shit. Passion of the Christ what's happening I'm like 25 30 feet away from the camera like it's a close focus thing like literally it's just supposed to be like Jesus blurry in the like getting dragged across the street. but they kept being like no it doesn't look bloody enough so they were like alright more blood more blood more blood put, you a, put a red t-shirt on you no I was literally just wearing like a loincloth I was, I was like a field I feel naked. And then they put more and more blood on, and I, I felt, like, warm. And I was like, ah, I'm basically covered. It's fine. Is your Jesus debut on YouTube? Or, like, where do we yeah, It's on Amazon. This. It is legitimately, actually. I, I cut the movie, so, like, the shot worked out well. But Was this uh, was this film triggering to you uh, from your from your past? Uh, it was hella triggering, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Watching this mom, like, I was like, this is, this is a really well done, but... Fuck! I don't want to sit here again. This this shit was. Was your mom was like hard. this? Mike? No, my parents were not like this. I did not have anyone in my life that was like this mom. But damn, the whole thing was like I, I was I was close enough to people that were almost like this that I could see. Yeah, again, it was Stephen King like doing what he does really well. People being just slightly shittier version of what you might have actually experienced. New meaning to Mike coming out of the closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comes out of the prayer closet. <laughs> Wait, did you pray enough? Get your ass back in there. There's not enough candles. You can go to bed now. As long as you tell me you're sorry <laughs> for, for me having to lock no. you in that goddamn closet while I'm sewing. I'm sorry, Mama. <laughs> oh my gosh. I you know, hold. On. I feel like we're we're at, we're at break point here. So let's uh let let's play the trailer for Brian De Palma's Carrie, and we'll be right back. It's the night of the senior prom. The Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White, the girl no one likes. Oh, sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie. And everyone makes fun of her. The girl who lives in that creepy house with her crazy mother. see the sin of her days and ways show her that if she had remained sinless the curse of blood would never have come on her the girl with the strange power if i concentrate hard enough i can move things but tonight no one will laugh at carrie if you don't have a date to the prom next friday would you like to go with me she's with the best looking boy in the senior class he's trying to trick me again 
she'll be voted queen of the prom. You know, I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie, it will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. <coughs> Carrie. <coughs> a new film by Brian De Palma. Based on the chilling bestseller. Starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, and introducing John Travolta in his first motion picture role. If you have a taste for terror, you have a date with Carrie. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Brian De Palma's Carrie. That was a good trailer. It was great. I liked the last shot of her eyes. Over the shoulder, giving you the stank eye. <laughs> oh, I love that. And they, they cut closer yeah. to it. Oh, it's all, that, that's cool. What'd you guys think about those um, split screen shots when she's murdering everyone? Oh, I fucking love it. Really? It was kind of driving me crazy, honestly. Really? Yeah, I've, I was like, can we just commit to one shot and just see one shot like why why are why do we go into this whole like let's see four things at once for like seven minutes it's the chaos of it all it's a choice oh it's definitely a choice i'm just asking if you feel like it was a good choice it's like speeding Uh, up the the tuxedo thing you know it's like it's it's like a style thing yeah i mean i don't know (laughs) you ever seen the closing time music video bro come on it works (laughs) No, if, if you. <laughs> if, that's what it felt like. It felt like it was a fucking music video for like the climax of this movie, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Like, what? I was so taken aback by by this. Let's let's see everything all at once. That like I couldn't see. Like I couldn't focus on one or the other, and I felt like the filmmakers couldn't decide on one or the other. So they were just like, "Oh, let's just do them all. Let's put them all up on the screen at the same time." Are you just not a fan of split screens in general? Not like this. Not for this long. Are you just not a fan of like? Everyone like a mass death scene, or like, I mean, it, it felt like, like, because De Palma's already a huge fan of all the split diopters, so it's not a, a big like departure from the split diopter to just like let's put two different shots on screen at the same time. But like, it, I don't know, it, it the split diopter works with depth in the same frame, so like, but this is like two yeah. separate things, like yeah. two separate angles together. I don't know, it just it pulled me out of the moment, honestly. Like I, wa- I wanted to see cutting back and forth between all the craziness and, and having it be two things up on the screen at the same time and like a big fucking line down the middle. I was just like, this just <laughs> this looks it looked amateur. Oh, man. No, what? I to- no, the hard disagree. Like, I, I think everything is totally easy, digestible, because nine times out of ten, when you're having a split screen, one of the split screen is literally Carrie just looking around the room. And then the other shot is a, a fucking door closing with a bunch of kids. You know, it, I, I don't know. I like seeing both of those things. Otherwise, it would just be cut, 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 cut. Uh, and this isn't like you got to remember this is before music videos uh, added this technique i don't know i i think it works really well i think that that's what makes this different and kind of special and i love it when they go like they stop split screen especially when things like catch on fire and that when when the whole room catches on fire it's almost like uh like last jedi saw saw this movie and they were like you know what? We're gonna we're gonna do the same thing. Um, I don't know. It just it makes the fire stand out so much when it goes from split screen to full screen, and when you see the whole fucking thing, just the whole room lights up. It's, oh, it's so mm. cool. 
it makes that stand out. I agree. I think it works really well. But Brian, I wanted to ask you, and I don't, the other other you guys, are, you know, are welcome to answer. But I don't think you've seen this movie, um, Brian. Do you feel that Dogville took anything from this? Because I got a lot of Dogville vibes from oh, this movie. Yeah. Also, yeah, hundred percent. Especially like even uh, in the, the use of the sound, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, when they're because like in Dogville, they don't really have like. Uh, props and like actual set dressing it's like kind of like chalk on the floor and stuff like that so like they'll have like sound effects for doorknobs and actors are just miming that and like when the bucket comes down uh and it's dripping blood during the prom scene yeah that is it's just you just hear the drip and it's so tingy and yeah that was a lot of sound effects in that moment ah so good yeah i I totally totally 100 percent agree yeah dogville definitely had some inspiration from this movie yeah Good, good call. Good call. <laughs> Which is weird. I, you know, like Lars Van Trier. I, you know, I don't know. What? What do you mean? It's just kind of crazy to think that he would be influenced by Brian De Palma, which is like the antithesis of everything that he believes with his Dogma 95, you know. <laughs> no, but I think that it, it's not like he ripped him off. It's just, uh, but I feel like he was inspired by it. He was like, this is actually a brilliant way to end a movie. <laughs> And he put his own twist on it and he makes it his. And I did not connect the two until today when I was trying to describe. um, I I was talking about the ending today and and that's when it clicked that actually it's very similar to the ending in Dogville. I kind of loved it, but it's his own. He's not. It's he was clearly I think he was inspired by it. It wasn't like a he didn't rip it off. Oh, no, no. I don't think he ripped it off. Um, It's just weird that. I don't know, Lars Van Trier, who is anti-camera, anti-technique and doing things multiple times, would be inspired by Brian De Palma, who will spend all day getting one shot. and Everything is meticulously planned. Yeah, so he already planned it, and so let's do it in a day. Like I, or, I appreciate that. <laughs> I did like on the behind the scenes that huge shot where uh, they reveal the rope and the pig's blood at, to- uh, at the top when they're collecting the, the ballots during prom. That was a, an amazing shot. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. A- everybody on the behind the scenes is like, oh, yeah, that shot took a day. And it goes to the cinematographer, and it's like, pretty sure that shot took more than a day. Probably took two at least. Wow. <laughs> wow. There's, the whole film is full of shots like that. Like, you know, like when they when they come into the uh into the dance, like you get this crazy it's like a techno crane or I don't know how the fuck they yeah. did it. Like they're over the top of the crowd and they're going down, they land on these people and they go over and they go all the way over and they and they end up landing on uh the you know, the people we follow through the crowd, but like it, it's it's just it's just start really wide and we're going to end up landing down onto a couple of people like all the time. And it's really insane. And they do a lot of cool zooms in this as well. Like think think of the one think of the one when when they're going into the uh, the pig slaughterhouse, it, it's it's like it's like the camera is like sitting on a mural and then it like jerks <laughs> really hard oh, and yeah. it, it pulls down. Yeah. is it is it doing a zoom out as it dollies right there? I would assume so. Either that or yeah, they... it would it would have to or they're pulling like really far back. Yeah, but you don't really feel like like a lot of these lenses they're using they have like really deep focus. Yeah, and, and so. Um, which is really interesting because it doesn't seem like they're using a ton of light. So it's whatever lenses they're using. They get like these crazy deep focus and all this stuff. So everything, you're not really feeling those zooms as much as you would. That was an interesting scene too because it looked like the rain was just in front of the camera and not like actually hitting them. I listened to an interview like, with uh, the actress walking. from that and uh, she said that it was actually raining that day. So Really? It was, uh, it was all legit rain. That's weird because it did not look like it was hitting them at all. And then when they cut into some of the close-up, like John Travolta is like, 
like dripping wet, like someone just dumped a bucket on him. And then what's her name? Like has dry hair. And I was like, you're in the same shot, and one of you is very wet, and one of you is not. So what's going on here? Man, when I watched this on VHS or TV, I did not even know it was raining in that scene. I mean, I watched it on DVD, so it wasn't exactly like high definition, and it was very obvious to me. Okay, but like, hold on, because as like a lady, most guys go out of their way to make sure I don't get wet when it's raining, and so well, they were they were walking next to each other, and she was like more behind him or whatever. So I mean, was he like holding an umbrella or something? No, like- no, there was there was no umbrella. There's no jacket happening. That's it was it was one of the more confusing moments of this of the movie. The grips have a a big solid over the top of her. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Yeah. But like legit, you couldn't see like rain hitting them, and I was like, "Is is it just is it just someone like holding like a just sprinkler the in front of the, of the camera?" Film, man, the film like, didn't catch it, man. The shutter was at a weird angle. Maybe if I'd watched it on Amazon in HD, like I might have been able to see it. But you could see it a little bit, especially in that opening watch, like, like opening shot, you know, where, they, where it's up on the the mural, you see the rain. I definitely noticed it on the Blu-ray, yeah. Which also makes me think that that blood should have been a lot thinner if it had water mixed with it. Just saying. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, man, no, he was thorough. He did not, like, dilute that pig's blood in any way whatsoever. Yeah, but if they walked back out How and did it was they still capture raining, that in that it giant jug? Like, it's like a gas jug, you know? And then, like, you know, it's got a tiny opening. They had another bucket yeah, that they know. poured into the gas jug to pour back into the other bucket. It would have been really heavy, too. Yeah, no kidding. Five-gallon jug? That's why he was like, oh, you fucking hold that light right. Damn, you can't even hold a fucking flashlight. What are you doing down there? She's like, oh I want to go home. I, I mean, I was <laughs> looking at like that. <laughs> looking at that bucket up there, I was like, how is she not? How is this bucket not going to like fall down on someone and kill them? And then when it finally did actually fall down and hit uh, hit Tommy, I was like, oh, I was right. Damn. No, well, hold on. I was actually confused by that because the blood all spilled out onto her and then an empty bucket hitting someone on the head. Like I'm, it would hurt, but like, is it enough to kill somebody? Probably not. If it falls 20 feet and hits him it hits like you with in the, right the metal spot. bit, that's on like one of the, one of like, it hit him like right here in the back of the head. Yeah. It would not feel good I for think, sure. I, I look, I, I could buy it hurting a lot. I could even buy it like him knocking, getting knocked down, but he like died. That the bucket, an empty bucket to the He was head. probably knocked out. He definitely died from the fire. Yeah, he but... was unconscious and died <laughs> from the fire for sure. Oh, I thought he fell down and like hit his head on the ground and that also contributed to his death. Probably. Right? Yes, Brian is nodding and Brian that, is the yeah, authority that's, here. That's how I would read it, yeah. Yeah, when I went back and watched it, like the first time I just thought he was kind of knocked down, but I went back and the second time I watched it, it it looked he looked pretty dead. I mean, I guess you can come back from that. I mean, maybe not as the seventies. So he's probably dead. Oh, there's that shot with the teacher, the coach. She runs up and and is like, you know, trying to wake him up and everything. So I don't know. I I, I just go with the movie. Like, yeah, he's fucking dead. No, he's dead because they all burned burned to death. How did I they? How did they that, get Jared. that? How did they get that shot of like her exiting that building with the giant that fire was on pretty the Pretty dope. That That's was a real great. location. Uh, what, they lit on fire. The the place still exists. Uh, they had a flame yeah. bar uh, behind the the doors, and then it's a light effect up in those windows. Up in no, the no, top you windows, can see the, you can see the flames, up you know going up to the ceiling. In I'm telling in the you, upper uh, windows. Yeah, there's a, there's a flame bar, uh, and I, 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 that's what they said. They said that's a light effect in the, in the top. It's a pretty great effect. It looks amazing. Yeah, dude, it looks amazing. And it looks her awesome. walking through it is just perfect. 
Yeah. And I like that the doors don't really slam. They just kind of close. She's just like, meh. Done with you. She's she's like Daenerys Targaryen. She can't burn. You know, she can walk through the flames. Uh, wait, she didn't walk through flames. Bro, she walked out of that building and it was on fire. And she, you know, like it would at least singed all her hair off. She should have been walking through the streets with like just like she's like bald, like little spots, you know. <laughs> and she's just covered in blood. No, I think she could. I don't think it was that bad. No joke. No joke. She could have gotten through, and maybe the blood like helped her. I don't know. Oh, insulated yeah, it was, her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Does blood do that? It had to cook the sugar off. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or the, the, the penis fire hose was like spraying her as she was walking out or spraying the fire. It was her creating was a walking. path for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. She yeah. used that. So like she, she like fucking tele- telekinesis that over. 100%. Like spun it in a circle and she went through. Yeah, it makes sense. I, um, <laughs> what I don't really understand. I, okay. I, I'm Jared's like, ha- a character with superpowers walks out of a flaming building? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, have you ever seen a fucking superhero movie? Realistic. <laughs> Call him bullshit. <laughs> have you seen a Marvel film, sir? God damn. Not, not really. <laughs> That's like a Marvel. prerequisite. <laughs> didn't, Brian, didn't you say that your kids watched this and were like, oh, she's a superhero, got it. Yeah, yeah I did show this to my oldest. She is like that little X-Men who, the little... Um, Who's like shy and can't touch people? Oh, um, rogue. Yeah, that rogue. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, I think they'd be friends. L- little Jean Grey in there. Okay. I haven't actually seen X Men, but I do know that character <laughs> exists, and I think they could be friends. I like how it looks like she's kind of floating at the end when she's like walking all like slow and shit with her hands. Uh, with her hands, yeah, yeah, she's all she out. Looks like Iron Man, know. bro. <laughs> I think she, she's just like ugh. She's Jean so Grey, disgusted. Jean Grey, for sure. Yeah, by feeling all this like blood on her. Um, it just so happens to, to, to go past uh, the chick and her boyfriend and flips their car and explodes it somehow. That's great. Well, no, she yeah. didn't go past him. They were going to run her the fuck over. Yeah, they were going to run her yeah, over. Yeah. And she, she saw him and, and shoved them to the side. And, and the moving, the quick movement away from not killing her is what Exploded flipped the car them. over. It was still great. That was a so, great so they were going to run her over? Yeah, yeah. they were trying to kill her. Yes. 100% they were trying to kill her. You see John Travolta just, drunk as no. fuck. So they were just driving, <laughs> yeah. Jared, they were driving down and then they saw her and that's when they started like aiming for her. Like uh, they didn't okay. get in the to car remember. to kill her over or to run her over. They just got in the car. It wasn't premeditated. I got yeah. it. No. It was something that, you know, be, we, already, I mean, we already thought she was dead. They decided. Well, to be fair, she was a witch. Um, that's one of my least favorite parts of the movie. I kind of wish that... Because John Travolta and Nancy Allen are such fucking assholes in this movie, they they needed a better death than that. Like they kind of got off too easy. Like the coach got it with like the oh with the basketball goal, like fucking coming Dude, that down. That was hardcore when that came down and like yeah, slammed her, oh, cut man. her in fucking half. Yeah, like she oh, she didn't deserve Jesus. that. That kind of like brutality. Like no, oh. she was playing both sides. All right, she That's was right. not loyal, and she smacked her at the beginning. <laughs> oh yeah, she did smack her. At the yeah, she smacked the shit out of her. So she's like, <laughs> coach was playing the game and lost. Well, you know, she she was kind of like the uh, she was she was enjoying being a mother to her. You know, she had she had these moments. It's like when in that moment she gives an interesting performance. Like when she has her in the mirror and she's like, "Look how pretty you are." You know, and we can you know maybe do a little eyeshadow and some lipstick and all that. And then it like zooms in on her face and she kind of has this like beat there, like like she's not really sure about what she's doing. Yeah, well, yeah, because she knows that Sue and Tommy are probably planning something. 
And that's when it cuts directly from that to her with Tommy and Sue in her office. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> this whole yeah. movie is pacing incredibly well. We're like... Like, even Amy Irving's character coming to ask, uh, like, fucking Tommy, like, can you take Carrie to the prom? She's like, hey, can I ask you a question? And then it just cuts. And we we go off with Chris and John Travolta. And then when we come back, they're just sitting in a room, you know? And he's like, uh, all right, I'll do it. And then we're out again. It's like, oh, that's so efficient. Like, I don't don't give a fuck about their conversation. I don't care how she convinced (laughs) him. Don't fucking care. Give me in. We didn't need to see that blowjob. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that like you don't you don't know what they're actually planning, like because I, I spent the entire time and Kate did too because both of us thought the whole movie like these two are also planning something, thinking that it was like John Travolta and, and what's her name, like that they were doing something, and it was really until the end, even like with the whole like dream sequence flashback, like. Were they still planning something? I don't know. No, no. I, I just think that their whole thing was like, we want to give her a good time and let, make, try to bring her into the fold. Like, I, I think he yeah. actually, like, that, that really odd odd spinning. I get it. Like, it's a whirlwind of, of emotion and all that with them dancing and then the camera oh, that, doing the that 360. That literally made me sick. I had to stop watching it. It, 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 oh, it was it. it was fast. Well, but I, but I, I get what he was trying to do there. No, it, it but, works, but it was, it was, it was too long. It was too much. But yeah, it was it was a little long. Like like some of the some of the sequences were a little too long. Like like kind of like o- over pushing things. Kind of like when, when she's having her freak out. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning what of it. What are you guys talking about? This movie is fast as fuck. Like you have to have. No, no, no I'm just saying some of the sequences. I know, like some but of the you moments feel like they're just like a few beats. Okay, too long. but I know that's how you build suspense, bro. You have to have like you have to slow down in order to speed up. That's why they call it a roller coaster ride. Like you, oh, you have okay. to go up the hill, right? And and elongate things. Like even think about like when she's getting ready to like um, get the the pig's blood spilled on her, right? Like her going up to stage. That's like fucking that, three minutes that of movie. That scene is so fucking long. Yeah. No, man. It, holy that, shit! That scene is earned and though. That's a Building great buildup. No, no, no. I I agree. No. That scene is earned. Is the is the right word for it? It's very long, and it, yeah, it yeah. you you feel every moment of tension in that buildup too. If you don't have that, then the quick cutting later, it, there, you have no payoff. You you have to have that. I mean, yeah. especially yeah. if you're ripping off Hitchcock. I mean, that's... Motherfucker set the blueprint for this. You know? Like, I don't know. It's what Jaws did, too. Like, you th- this is true. You think about all the times with the shark right before it's a, uh, appearing. Like, think about all the long dialogue scenes we have. All the building. I think it does help that, that you see that, that Tommy... That's his name, right? Yeah. 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 That, that he's, he's, he's enjoying it. Like too. Oh yeah, he's having a good time. No, he like, definitely starts to like seem yeah. like he's falling for her for sure. Yeah. That's why Which he is... has to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then also Not he wrong. he like his his girlfriend's in on it, and then he's out here like kissing up on this girl. No, this is like, like that's not part of the that's not part of the plan, Tommy. Well, like, that's what are you doing? A very standard like teen girl movie. The guy takes out the weird girl, and then he falls for her yeah. and realizes she's like an amazing human being. Which is again why he has to die before anything can happen because he is falling for her and he and she's i think for the first time realizing although it's all a lie she's realizing like oh she is lovable and this guy loves me and cares for me and while yes he's falling for her that's not gonna last the second sue comes back the next morning he's gonna leave gonna leave carrie i don't know i'd like no i'd like how it's like 
it's a little ambiguous. Like you don't really know, like if he's just going yeah. along with this or if he really feels for her. And I think that makes it so much better because, like, when I he agree. when he's on stage and he does uh, kiss Carrie, he stay over to kiss her. Now he's falling uh, for her. Look, look, he, no, hundred percent, he's falling oh, it's for. It's so her. great though. He goes and he kisses her, and then like Amy Irving is getting like. Sue's getting uh, drug away by the coach, and his yeah. reaction shot looking at his girlfriend, where his smile and his like, oh, you crazy chick. That is just such a weird, hard to read moment. I love it. I love it. Well, I think the other thing that I was a little confused about, I don't know, Sue did not seem jealous at all. Maybe they were, she was so focused on revenge, but like, typically when you send your boyfriend to go seduce somebody you're watching him <laughs> like, and she just like did not care she was just like oh that's fine it's fine i trust him i yeah, you know and, and i'm gonna yeah she got dragged out and he did not co- like the fact that he did not come to her rescue he stayed next to carrie he did all of this i don't think it was ambiguous at all i don't know i, I, I kind of feel like there's that moment when the coach is uh, is confronting uh, Tommy and, and uh, what, what, what's Amy Irving's character's name? I keep forgetting. Is it Sue? Sue. Sue, right? All right. Yeah, so the coach is sitting there talking to, to Sue and Tommy, and the coach is like, you know, don't you, don't you worry what other people are going to think? And then Sue's yeah, like, and oh, like, no. no. And then, but Tommy's all like, <laughs> he's like, actually, uh, don't, I don't want to be in between this ladies. And both the ladies giving him a very disapproving look right there. I, I don't know. I, I, but, the fact that he's up on the stage, like he's prom king, would he leave that moment because he wants to please everybody? I don't know. See, I love all this. It's so good. It's so. I don't think. I don't think he would leave that moment. But I think him kissing her and him dancing with her and him having all these conversations with her is different. Would he like pretend to be with her just to get prom king? A hundred percent. But I think they're trying to give his character more depth here. He no, would have probably like won anyways, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if like, she like, was if, there with him. Yeah, if, yeah, if his Gary. girlfriend was actually there, like he yeah. would have been prom king anyways. Nobody else walked in with that hair. Every, oh, my God, the hair. Like, he's already crowned, okay? Yeah, he's got the crown, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he's already got the halo. The crown goes on the halo. He's got a good-looking smile, too, man. Mm. Yeah, dude. He's actually... I, I like his performance. I think he's really solid in this. I think he's really good. I think everybody in this is is pretty solid. Piper Laurie's the one that uh, the only one I have like man nah, maybe she's going a little over too. too no, over the top. I, I think know. she's maybe fucking she's amazing, not. dude. I mean, she's the mom, right? Yeah. The only thing, and, and the reason is because they take that fucking. They're all gonna laugh at you. you. They're all gonna laugh at you. And they just loop that over and over again, and that's a little like. Yeah, that's when it sends it over the top, but that's yeah, not her I mean, delivery. But, but, that's but, the way but, that they changed her delivery to be dicks in your head, right? It really does, but like. Upon Billy Madison quotes it. Upon the second viewing, <laughs> like uh, it's true. No, no, no. He has an album. Uh, like, um, uh, what's his name? I totally forgot about that. I used to listen to this album all the time. That was the only reason up. I knew what was going on in this movie. When I was Adam like, Sandler oh, ha- has I a has a um, Adam Sandler has a comedy album called "They're All Gonna Laugh at You," and, and I used to listen to that like constantly. Classic, it's, it's excellent. It is a classic album. Um. Anyways, yeah, I, I like her performance a lot. Piper Laurie is excellent, man. And like, especially upon a, the second viewing, like there, there's just these great little moments. I like when she goes and she confronts uh, the mom. Oh, Sue's mom. Sue's mom. Oh, yeah, when she's she trying to sell over, her the Bible or whatever. No, she's no, she's going to just talk to her about Jesus bring, and then bring like, her to and Jesus, then, and then she's yeah. like, "I'm just going to give money so you can get the and fuck she's like, out oh, of my house." <laughs> oh, I'm seeing what you're trying to do. Yeah. Oh God, that was so great. 
Yeah. I loved that moment. I like seeing the daughter peeking around the corner donation. at the end of the hallway, though. Oh, like it's that subtle. is great. Yeah. And she comes That's up excellent. and asks her, oh, uh, so uh, why, why was she here? I wasn't <laughs> throwing tampons at her daughter like, today. <laughs> why was she? Why was she? <laughs> uh, I didn't do that. What's going on? It's such a kid moment, man. <laughs> there's 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 all kinds of cool shit like like at the end when when uh fucking um carrie comes home and the whole house is like covered in fucking candles even like on the bed because the mom knows at some point i'm gonna knock that fucking candle over and <laughs> burn, burn this motherfucker to the ground like she she set up traps because she knew at some point is gonna have to go down and i love it that she's like hiding behind the door up in the okay attic. can we talk about that because the hiding behind the door thing kind of made sense until the fact that she was hiding behind the door and then she goes in to take a shower and she's still hiding behind the fucking door no no i know when she comes out of the shower she's gone no 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 no, 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 she, no. she was still she's there still the behind time. the fucking door you didn't see her again but she's still behind the fucking door like oh, that's right no no you're right she she tucks behind the door and then I she know, comes but out. like yeah. that didn't make sense to me i get like hiding behind the door and then you come out when you because once the audience realizes where she is like then she jumps out or whatever but like why is she still behind the fucking door during the entire time that carrie's not taking a shower she's taking a fucking bath hey man uh, like that imagine? was like 20 minutes and she's still behind the fucking door like what I, I like, you could have been anywhere i don't i don't understand that do you think you would have you would have changed the bath water? You would have like drained the water yeah. and then put clear like that way because I mean if no, you said that's there what floating, I said like you're, like oh, she's splashing bath, blood water been, up on your face like you're and not all cleaning that. anything you're just moving yeah. around at that point Ooh. that's what baths are weird anyways man the shit's all floating you get up and it's stuck on you and then you I don't know fuck, like fuck sit in a bath for like twenty thirty minutes forty five if you're trying to like be chill and calm down. But, like, not to get that much shit off of you. What? No. Oh. You said a nice bloody stew. Yeah. But may, may, maybe mom just didn't want to have all the blood all over. She's just like, okay, let her go get, let her, let her get clean, you know. But I'm going to stay here hidden. Yeah. Maybe she's sense. just, like, watching her to make sure she's not, like, masturbating. She was back there reading her pocket Bible, bro, and she was just getting shit ready. I don't know. Maybe she was like, I'm, I'm going to stab her when she comes in. And she's like, oh, the smell. I'll let her bathe first. Yeah, you I don't want to get all her, pig's her blood on me. Before I kill her, <laughs> she's like, what? "Damn, you're this like, is the worst period I've ever seen." What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> the, she comes the in, sin must be overwhelming. Like, fucking head to toe, like <laughs> it's a heavy flow day, bro. Like it's <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I like how the mom doesn't even mention it either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Uh-uh. She's like, ah, oh, you know. She's like, oh, she's you're, you're a blood. witch. Of course, you've murdered everyone in town. <laughs> <laughs> That, I guess that is another thing about the book that's a lot different from the movie. After the she kills everybody in the high school, she goes and starts killing everybody in the town. She pulls a Rambo. Holy shit, right. what? Yeah, she, <laughs> she starts walking down the streets and starts bringing buildings down. God damn. And she damn. starts sending out like this telepathic message. So like I am Carrie. I am, I am the one killing all you motherfuckers. <laughs> damn. damn. Fear me. That would have been really interesting. Why didn't they do that in the movie? Because they only had one point eight million dollars. Oh yeah, because that was they couldn't. <laughs> they were supposed to set the house on fire and they had to collapse it instead, right? No, uh, originally uh, the book and they even shot a scene, but man, I've never been able to find it anywhere. Um, I don't know if it even exists. You can see it, but uh, 
the movie was supposed to open with Carrie as a little girl seeing uh, her neighbor out sunbathing and asking her, like, uh, you know, like, why do you have your dirty pillows out? And the girl's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And her mom comes in and, like, tries to get her to come back inside the house, and it starts raining rocks. So at the yeah. end of the movie... A, oh, the boulder. Okay. Yeah, you can even see it in the film. It was yeah. supposed to rain kind of, these yeah. giant boulders down. Okay. But they could never oh. get it to work right. It looks so like that's rain. Why it, and that's why at the end of the movie like the house is like a a giant hole with all these little tiny rocks on it yeah instead of like an actual burned down looking house yeah it kind of looked like coal like yeah I was like that is not what a house was it poltergeist that did the same thing it's burned down what the hell oh you talking about the house collapsing yeah yeah it was poltergeist the house collapsing and and pulling down into the ground yeah Uh, that's all I could think about when I saw this I was like holy shit Fucking Poltergeist like did an homage to this or like ripped it off. I yeah, mean, Poltergeist was after this, so Spielberg's first wife is Amy Irving. She's the only survivor of Carrie. No only fucking way. Survivor. Yeah, you, you didn't know that was uh, Spielberg's first first wife. Yeah. Nah, man. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's her. And she also uh, cute. she also starred in Brian De Palma's uh, film he did after this, which is also about uh, telekinesis in teenagers um, called The Fury. Who's who's in that? Kurt Douglas. It's worth watching. I also kind of had a like a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street ending kind of vibe at the end of this oh. with, with her like waking up. Waking and, like, up. All, oh, dude! All no, that to the nightmare. Yeah, not Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday the Thirteenth. Is it Friday the Thirteenth? I'm thinking of. Well, Friday the Thirteenth is the one that famously ripped it off because like uh, the girls like in the canoe after Jason's mom went and killed everybody. And, you know, the cops come, and, it you know, it's a beautiful morning, and then the little boy Jason reaches up out of the water and grabs her. Uh, up out of the water and pops up, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of, like, you know, goes out to the door and all that. How that feels, like, it, it's got the dream filter on it, you know? It's got this whole, like, it's just like the beat of that was, like, so tone perfect to, to that. It's kind of like, it's like, this is what set up all of that. It's probably one of the most effective jump scares in cinema history. I mean, definitely the most ripped off. Yeah, it definitely hit me well, for sure. Evil Dead poster, bro. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't the hand coming up out yeah, like that? Grabbing the, well, yeah, it's grab, yeah grabbing a chick by her neck and pulling her down. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. They did it in the Adam's Family Values, too. You're right. They go down. They go to the. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, know you're I'm right. Fucking right. That's what. That's the only one yeah. that I've seen that they do. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of uh, interesting too because I was uh, I was listening to an interview with uh, Brian De Palma and he was talking about like he's like yeah I, I recently uh, rewatched Deliverance and you know that was this was kind of my homage to Deliverance. I was like oh I never thought about that. Mm. At the end when the the hands bringing the gun up out of the. Everybody seen Deliverance? No. What the fuck are you guys watching, man? Like, the fucking, <laughs> what the hell? Put it on the podcast and we'll watch All right, it, bro. Okay. All right. We're having a John Borman month. Damn. Jason Bourne? No, a John Borman. Oh, you don't. Oh, my God. Oh, John bores me for what? <laughs> sounds <man>? boring. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I know John oh, Borman. Radio Land, if you could see Brian's I, face I, right I now. I am really disappointed in these people. <laughs> you call yourselves filmmakers? <laughs> Well, since we're not doing that anymore, maybe we could do a Lars von Trier month instead and make them watch Dogville because that's a great movie. Mm. Oh, man. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I'm down. 
Excellent. I'm going to quote Griggs, and I'll, I'll be gone that month. Uh, be busy. <laughs> so weird that I'm unavailable. On set, yes. <laughs> Whatever. You guys would fucking love Dogville. You would love it. Oh, Both sure. of you would I'm love sure. it. <laughs> it's like a black box theater uh, movie, right? I don't know what black, black box theater is. No, yeah, it is. Means. It is. I do. I know what that means. Yes, it's kind of like it, but it's done in a very interesting way. It's like that, but so much good. better. Yeah, it's like that, but good. No, no, man, this dude likes to break the line just to piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating. Uh, I super enjoyed the line breaks in Carrie, though, done purposefully. Yes, and the use of mirrors and all that. And I love, I love that in the mirror of her room, you can see like this creepy ass Jesus like thing like over her shoulder all the time. I don't know if it's it. It, it roughly looks like Jesus, but it also looks like a. Like a, I don't know, it's like long-haired. Are you talking about the painting thing? Yeah, but it, it's it's like you always see it in the mirror over her shoulder when she's yeah, in the mirror. Yeah, that's a G- yeah, that, that's what that's I G- assumed it was. I think every piece of art in that house is a Jesus <laughs> or something to do with Jesus. <laughs> you know, they're Jesus people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so can we talk for a second about <laughs> the costumes, which were all really, really great? But like, what did you guys think of that girl who won't take off her baseball cap? Like to the point, the red hat. She take yeah. She wears the it's red got like a rainbow hat to prom. She wears it with her prom dress. Oh my god! That's when right. she's at no, because when she's at the beauty salon and she has the hair dryer on, it's on top of the hair dryer. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> with with the Medusa hair dryer. I totally thing. did and not yeah. see that. <laughs> I will say that it looks like she has super short bangs, which I think look really terrible. And maybe like she's wearing it because her hair looked really bad. And so they just were like, you know what? Let's just give her a hat to wear. And that was all they had. I don't know. Like, yeah, somebody fucked up her hair, and she was like, no, nope, yeah. nope, not doing it. Do you guys recognize uh, recognize her from Halloween? She's the totally girl no. from which when? Halloween? The first what? Halloween movie. Halloween. Did you watch that? I don't remember it. She's the girl that goes around the- and goes, oh, totally. I don't know. I don't don't know you people. It made a really big impression on me, though, and so it'll probably come to me in a minute. She's the girl that gets choked uh, by the phone cord. Michael Myers comes in with the the sheet to the ghost. Totally, yeah, totally. She does the the flash. I remember that now, though. Can I get your ghost, Bob? (laughs) You don't. You guys don't. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, when the guy he goes down and he comes back, and yeah, I remember that. Same actress. Did not, did not place her as that. That's okay. You guys are just disappointing me tonight. Sorry, Dad. It's okay, son. You have so much more homework to do tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Can I watch Halloween again tonight, Jerry? You got to, you got to assign it, and then I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll come and give you my fucking essay. All right. Well, then, class, open up your books. <laughs> Jared's gonna pull a Tommy and just uh, steal someone else's poetry. <laughs> yeah, and then you're gonna like start laughing at me. Shit, I'm gonna say that's fucking beautiful. I'm like beautiful. <laughs> it's oh. beautiful. <laughs> she likes me because she likes my poetry that I didn't even write. I thought about writing it, and I just memorized some other shit and called it my own. Hey man, that's how shit works sometimes. That's how plagiarism works. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this is before the internet. You could pull that out of your ass like that. Uh, yeah, that's Didn't true. Didn't they show like a close-up shot or something like where she was reading it as he was saying it? Mm-mm. No, no. It's uh, the entire time you see it. It's that split diopter where his face is in the front. Okay, and she's no. The it doesn't cut to that until after after like she. It's before she says right before she says beautiful. It cuts to that shot. Yeah, 
But before that, it's kind of like a, a standard, you know, 40 millimeter. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Anyways, of the, of the teacher like talking. And dude's beautiful hair. <laughs> the best hair. I was waiting for the teacher to accuse him of plagiarism. Me too. And yeah. it just never happened. He what? was just like, wow, totally I didn't expect... Yeah, like, he, no, he, he goes, I didn't expect that. that. He kind <laughs> He, like, started crying almost. He was like, that was amazing. I can't yeah. believe you wrote no, that. No, he, he was like... He was like <laughs> I can't believe a dumb jock wrote this dumb shit. It's not like throwing basically, footballs. Basically, How'd you do this, yeah. motherfucker, is what he said. It's what he said in, 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 in another way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but that's not accusing someone of plagiarism. Like, It, like it could have been read. Yeah. No, that was like, a, I am so surprised. I'm surprised that, that someone as dumb as you could this. do this. Yeah, that's what yeah. I took out. Yeah. yeah, that's how I interpreted it also. I took it as the teacher knew that he plagiarized. He just can't prove it because he didn't know the fucking poem. Oh, because he can't Google it. I see. Yeah. <laughs> if he knew that poem, he would fucking send that guy to the fucking principal's office. But I don't know. It, it, ask a librarian. Did he think of that? Damn. <laughs> so are we ratings? I liked it. I did a lot. Yep, we're at ratings. <laughs> that really bothered me. Like the mom's whole confession of how much she liked sinning and what all of you know her husband won the whiskey and like I was just like, so all of this is an act. Like you're not actually this pious. Like I'm. This is yeah. her trying to atone for her shit. Yeah, she's trying it's, to atone. It's her guilt. I was just like, you're such a she's weak scratching person. Scratching herself like, and pulling her hair, and she's dude. like, don't hurt yourself, mama. Ugh, when she has that those scratches on her face. Later, that was rough. Can you be that religious without having something that you feel like you need to atone for? Maybe she just, I don't, yeah, I think you can actually. I think can you, you can like devote your life to God just because you want to. Yeah, or... after the Catholic priest, how good that turns out for him. <laughs> I mean, the the nuns do it too, and they don't have all of that. I mean, this is like a man thing, clearly. So like the women can do it though and not molest people. It's because the men don't have to wear hijabs. I mean, the nun outfits. Habits? Yeah, that's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) So who's going first? Who's rating this thing? I'll start it. All right, good. There you go. Because I went first last time. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome, son. Uh, I feel like it's been a long time coming to to finally watch this movie. Um, It's been... This movie's been referenced by many, many other films that I've seen before, um, some of them like Billy Madison. I totally didn't realize this is what it was actually referencing until I saw the movie and I was like, holy shit. Okay. Um, I think overall this movie is, is constructed really well. Like I like the, um, the, the character progressions. Um, I, I think the easiest summary is that it's written. Well, the, the original story, Stephen King has, has crafted something that is really well thought through. Um, and it was adapted well. I don't like most of the camera work in this. There's so many like soft diffusion filters that were just like, what the hell's going on? Like, why does it look so shitty? Um, <laughs> there are some really good camera moves. I will say that there's a lot of, of good, like, like Jared was saying, start wide. And then we do this giant move into a, a single close up. Um, that conveys a lot of information. The the shot at the dance where they go from them dancing to seeing the bucket was such a long shot that like realizing it was all single take and with how much was going on and how complicated that shot was. There's some really, really good camera moves. 
Um, but overall, I don't like the the lens choices. I think there's too many split diopters in this, which feels a little bit rough to say. De Palma loves his split diopters, but several of them just feel out of place in, in a disconcerting kind of way. Which, I mean, you could make the argument, it's a horror movie, you're trying to be disconcerted throughout the thing, you're trying to be unsettled, so let's put two people in a plane in an unsettling way. But I don't think most of the shot design for most of those worked very well. The mom character was fucking terrifying for all the reasons that an over-religious, over-controlling, um, trying to atone for her sins and fix her own shame and guilt by being a terrible mother to a little girl is terrifying. I don't, I don't know what to think about this movie. Um, it was an unsettling horror movie that I thought was scary in all the right ways, but... There's enough rough edges to it that may just be the time that it was shot and maybe the limitations of a small budget, which we didn't really talk that much about. Uh, I'm going to give this an 8.5. It was scary. It's inspired a lot of other films, but I I feel like there's too many many boogers, too many rough edges. 8.5. Who's going next? I'll go. Uh, this is a brilliant movie. I don't think I would change anything except for the girl with the red hat and (laughs) the hair and the costumes are all incredible. I loved a lot of the camera work. I loved seeing everyone and how crazy people were. I'm sure there are still people like this today, but seeing all these different crazy people interacting with each other, was also like super interesting. Normally I do not enjoy these kinds of horror movies because I just feel profoundly sad for everyone involved and I guess I still I still do but I don't know I was I felt more removed from all of these characters it was more enjoyable for some reason everyone gave an outstanding performance Sissy's basic was amazing all of it was amazing the way it looked at the end walking through the flames I know we already talked about it but I'm mentioning it again because it was just it was so perfect and this is one of those movies where you know, I mean, the tra- the trailer gives it all away. I knew exactly what this movie was always about and seeing it actually come to life, even though it's always been described to me and there was nothing really new was still very incredible. And I'm happy that I watched it and I would, I'm going to give this a 10. I'm not really sure what I would, I was going to, I'm not really sure what I would change. Uh, maybe some of the like weird female nudity. I don't know, just because they're teenage. But I mean, but these are all looking at it from like modernized. I don't know what would have. I don't know if that was like more acceptable back then. All the violence, but still, it's still really interesting to look at it from that that lens and that p- point of view. I really liked it. I was really impressed with it. Ten. She gave it a ten. Wow. She gave wow. it a ten. It's because it deserves it. Is that your first horror Ryan. film? You've given a ten. On this show, Kristen, I can't think of another. What was the last movie we did? Nope. Nope. I gave that a 10. She gave that a 10. Uh, Didn't but I? That's sci-fi. Yeah. That's like sor- uh, horror sorry. sci-fi. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. You go next, Jared? Sure, man. I'll go next. Um, you don't have to. I'm just not going to go at all. How about that? <laughs> Stay in your prayer closet. Well, that's right. I'm going to go in my prayer closet longer. and I'm going to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Get out of my head, Griggs. Stop it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to go into this film not – I didn't think I was going to like it. 
I thought it was going to be terrible. Why? Uh, because, like, I, I know as I watched it, I realized I had seen it possibly before, like, or at least a lot of the scenes before, and I just, just thought it was going to be, like, really cheesy and bad. Upon first viewing, I, I thought it was, like, pretty damn amazing, and the camera moves, and just, like, just like how they tell the story with the camera is fucking huge. And, and then I feel all the Hitchcock vibes and all that. And it kind of feels like, man, he's like, he's like, he's like building this, this world. And then the only thing that really jumped out at me that I didn't really like the beginning, my first viewing was John Travolta. I thought he was pretty terrible, actually. Upon second viewing, like, I, I was into it more, you know? I, I was in with it. Like the campiness of it. Like, like the ridiculousness of it at times. The, like how Brian says, the, it's theatrical. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like we're taking things to the max. So it is maybe a little bit of a cartoon at times. It's like it's like we're we're playing it up, and I, I, which also makes all these crazy camera moves make sense to me. You know, because it, it's it's like we're we're just we're, we're pushing the story. We're showing you everything. You know that you. Um, I don't know. I think it's a really fucking fun movie. It's a classic. You can see uh, other films that have followed it, like that. It like it has inspired. Uh. It's definitely a ten. Like, like it, it, yet again, I haven't seen many De Palma films, but every time we watch one, or it, it makes me want to see more. Man, I can't wait till we get to blow out. Me either, especially because I've already got it and just haven't seen it yet. It's just been sitting around like, oh my me. god, bro, that's Vilmos's best movie. I know. God, it's know. so goddamn beautiful. That is got, goddamn one of the best alley shots of all time in it. <sighs> so sexy. It's like that shot that he shot in Jersey Girl when Ben Affleck's walking into uh, into the, into no, the it's building downtown. So much better. Yeah. So yeah, no. Yeah. That what? No. No. Sorry. <laughs> right. Same DP, bro. Where's the Valium? I need to calm down. <laughs> I'm getting so triggered. Uh, yeah. I'm giving this uh, obviously a ten. Uh, it's iconic as fuck. I don't think anybody doesn't know Carrie White in that fucking prom dress. Drenched in blood, I you know it's just it's fucking iconic. I you know Sissy Spacek, uh, fucking Piper Laurie, they were both nominated for uh, best actor and best actress, or best actress and best supporting actress respectively. Um, it's Stephen King's first book. It's the first Stephen King movie. Yeah, it is. We didn't even talk about that. You know, uh, there's. I mean, it really, if you think about it, like he'd only Stephen King had Carrie and Salem's Lot. And this movie came out. I'm not saying this film is responsible for Stephen King's success, but it was a huge like stepping stone to that that success. Like, if this movie didn't exist, would Stanley Kubrick have made The Shining four years later? I don't know. Damn, you know, that's a, that's a good question. But I don't know. I just I love all the framing. I love how this movie. Is shot. I love everything. I like how it communicates things to to the audience. Like I, I love like that. Carrie doesn't want to go dance, and Tommy's like, "No, come on, let's go dance." And they go out into the dance floor, and it's this nice overhead shot. Uh, it's very, it, you know, a high angle. We're looking down on them, and we can see all the people around them. And she's just she just breaks away, and 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 she's just like, "No, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I I can't do this." And he brings her back, and we cut. And we're at that low angle dolly shot, looking up, and we just see them. There is no longer yeah. anybody else in that. Oh, no one else. Man. We see her smile. Then it's just oh, that's good filmmaking. Like think about what you're communicating with that audience. Like no, she can't do it because we're seeing a shot with all these other people. But when it's just them, when she's just focused on him, 
that's when things start working. She can find that confidence. It's such it's such such good communicating visuals to your audience. Oh, it's so it's amazing. I just I don't know. I love Brian De Palma. I think he's a, a fantastic director. Uh, all the all these performances are fucking great. The music is yeah, I know there's like some of those Hitchcock uh psycho score cue moments, but there there's just so many good like score moments like when she's walking up to the fucking stage and, and we're hearing this beautiful like oh she's she's the prom queen look we are she's getting her happy moment and then every time we cut down to chris with getting ready to pull the the cord it's like dun 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 and then we switch to happy music again and that yeah. that is so hard to I do love her thing. right and you but you it never feels wrong there's not a, a disingenuous wrong moment in the movie. Like, everything feels right. It's so quick. The editing is fucking fantastic. I mean, this is one of the editors for Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, so motherfucker knows how to move shit. Oh, and a little bit of trivia. Did you know this movie was cast the same time Star Wars was? In the exact same room, George Lucas and Brian De Palma were in the same fucking room seeing actors for both Carrie and Star Wars at the same time. Damn, what? Yep true story like everybody that got parts in either one of these movies went on to star in some fucking classics like you, you couldn't lose here if you got a part in either one of these movies you're in a movie that's a classic uh highest of tens rotten tomatoes brings this in at a 93 percent tomato meter with an mm. audience score of 77 percent wow well the audience was down huh yeah it is carrie is a horrifying look at supernatural powers high school cruelty and teen, teen angst. And it brings us one of the most memorable and disturbing prom scenes in history. Mm. So we're back to the shitty uh, Rotten Tomato blurbs again, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Peele is the only one who gets a right? good one. Yeah, no, I was... <laughs> had such high hopes this month. Week. <laughs> no, man. Thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, the perfect opening. To, to our period film retrospective. Oh, and the, this movie made a uh, 33.8 million off of its $1.8 million budget. Oh, wow. Deserved, man. That's pretty Deserved. good. That's pretty good. Yeah. De Palma's first uh, box office hit. Really? I was trying to see, like, I, I didn't look him up. Um, where does this fall in his uh, career? Uh, this is like his first, like, really big movie. Um, he did a lot of comedies with Robert De Niro before De Niro and Scorsese started doing their thing from mean streets to i don't know mm. I, I i can't even think of the last movie king of comedy did they work they probably worked together after that but um oh goodfellas yeah was that the last time you no casino fuck i don't know they worked together a lot um and then he did a, a horror movie very low budget called sisters that also has a lot of split diopters and split screen in it as well that uh criterion's got a great blu-ray of that highly recommend you should play that wonky piano bit from when the girls are all doing their stupid detention workout. Worst part of the whole movie. Is it? I like how the score is like <laughs> oh, in beat no. with their... It's so it, yeah, cheesy and it, it, it stops and dumb. when she says something, it comes back in. That yeah. scene is so fucking long. No, it's, it's more... It. It, the third time yeah. they do that dolly across, all of them doing their push-ups, I was just like, dear God, we no, get no, it. It's, Can we it, move it, on? It, <laughs> it starts with an exercise. It starts up, and then we get slower. Slowly we get further and further down with each shot. Yeah, and the that. music and goes, bloom, 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 bloom. All you're doing is selling me on this, Greg. 
Yeah, dude, I thought it was pretty great. <laughs> That's what sells you on it? Ugh. That, that was the half a point off, at least. That's why. Oh, that one scene? That was yeah, it? Yeah, 100% that one scene. I thought yeah. that was a great scene. I thought it was good. I did, actually. I was When uh, they were running in place and their knees were supposed to be up, I was like, their form is all wrong. Like, they're not doing that correctly. That was one of the split diopter shots that didn't make sense. Like, a slip, I don't know about that. Like, especially when it's weird that she, like, runs out of that split diopter in the same frame. It's 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 weird. I like that. I've seen, seen I've seen people. He uses split diopters in ways I've never seen anyone else use them. So there you go. Yep. All right. So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail dot com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? Brian, the audience can follow me on Instagram at checkthegate or on Twitter at Jared B Callen. Griggs, where can they find you? I am on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with Bucket of Blood. <laughs> Good choice. And it's from composer Pino Danaggio. Enjoy.
Kristen, we're totally going to mansplain Terry to you. I can't Kristen, wait. I'm going to tell you all about periods. <laughs> <All right. laughs>